before recovery, I was in such a place of like selfishness that it was like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, the the thought of that I could be wrong <laughs> was like insanity, like wrong, no. no. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra, and this is Detached. We're two women in our mid-twenties who have a lot to say about literally everything. We try to focus on what we have learned through our emotional and spiritual growth. We're here to have open, vulnerable, and sometimes pretty hard conversations with each other. Just a reminder, we don't speak for any 12-step programs. All we have are our own stories to share. We are so excited to go on this journey with you all. Let's get to it. All right. Hello. (laughs) Welcome back to the second episode of Detached. I am here with my co-host, Sierra. Hello. And my name is Hannah Jane, if you forgot. (laughs) We have an exciting episode of the topic being resentments. Woo! (laughs) It's a a big one today, so um, grab a glass of water and... (laughs) Or LaCroix, or, or, or LaCroix. something fun, oh, <laughs> yeah, just a glass of water. Whatever you want. Pretty much get your snacks, sit yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, and get ready. Um, yeah, so, I mean, let's dive right in. Uh, what is a resentment? Oh, God. I feel, a- like, I, I feel like when I think about the word resentment, I'm just like, what? Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's not a fun feeling. Like, and I feel like. Resentments suck. Yeah. And they honestly can kind of, you know, eat, slowly eat at and destroy a person's recovery, in my opinion. Like, holding on to them. So, I feel like it's a really, really important thing to address, like, right out the gate. Um, I think that this is a good second episode topic because of the fact that resentments just live in your body if you keep them Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I mean Mm -hmm. like there's so much to talk about when you talk about resentment because there's anger guilt passive aggressive behavior Mm -hmm. right just literally slowly breaking you down inside totally and it can like destroy relationships I feel like it can destroy relationships with others but also with yourself Mm -hmm. I think that's what I've learned about resentments Mm -hmm. is that you know, when you hold resentments towards other people, not only are you ruining those, re- like, those relationships with those people, but you're slowly, like, it's eating at you. Right. It's eating you inside. Right, right. It's yeah. not fair to yourself. <laughs> right. And also, like, if you're living with, I mean, it doesn't even have to be, like, you know, a romantic relationship. Like, living with a roommate that, like, you, like, there's so many <laughs> things that are dishes. pet peeves, like, oh my gosh, it can just, it, like, destroys, like, your peace that you have, like, at home, so, and it's totally something that it's, like, it's not the other person's fault, it's yeah. us, like, that we have to let go of those resentments, and just, um, I think, you know, you and I had talked earlier, like, about it, you can have resent or you can let go of the resentment, but still keep boundaries, you yeah. know, like letting go of a resentment doesn't mean like giving up your power and like just totally no. like feeling defeated and like walked all over. It's like letting go of it because, you know, the only person it's hurting is like you. Yeah. And then also keeping those boundaries, though, with that person and sort of like maintaining what feels good like for you yeah I would say early on in my recovery 
like, there was a lot of anger behind my resentments, and Mm -hmm. that, like, anger felt really powerful, and Mm -hmm. it was like, I'm in control. Right. Um, But as I kind of continue my recovery journey, it really, it makes me realize that anger, anger and resentments are so closely tied, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm someone who holds a lot of emotions in like in my physical body mm-hmm. and they make me sick, mm-hmm. like physically right, ill. Right. And when I'm able, you know, working on my communication skills, I feel like I'm able to communicate how my feelings, how, how like literally mm-hmm. how they're making me right, feel right. with a partner, with a friend, with anyone. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, hey, this made me feel like this. You know, how can we move forward from here? Right. Um to make, you know, make the next time this right. particular event happen, right. Right. just, you know, have an, an outcome when there isn't anger or resentment. Right, exactly. So, like, finding out a way to, like, kind of nip the resentment in the bud before it even yeah. progresses and, like, builds up, which I totally. think is something, you know, that I've learned in, like, recovery. Like, you know, if there's something, if I have an interaction with somebody that, like, doesn't feel too good and, like, doesn't really, kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth. like it is crucial for me to go back to that person and not, I don't want to use the word confront, but like address the situation with that person so that it doesn't build into a resentment. Cause a lot of times it's like miscommunication anyways, in the first place. Um, and sort of just like not even letting it build into a resentment. And that's something yeah. that totally takes time and you learn because I feel like our natural reaction is to be like, well, you know, I'm just going to go to somebody else and I'm going to tell them X, Y, and Z why that person was wrong and why I am so justified in my anger and like, hold on to it. What is, which is like, oh my gosh, like what if instead I channeled that energy in a different way, in a totally different way. And then it's just like, poof, it's resolved. I don't hang on to this and carry it anymore. Like, wow, that was a lot easier than I thought it would be, you know? Well, I think that kind of like leads in very, very well to, you know, like avoiding emotional maintenance, mm-hmm. you know, right. it's like, how, how is that resentment going to make you feel? How's it going to make the mm-hmm. other person feel? Because I feel like when I resent someone, like I'm giving off resenting right. energy. I'm right. like, I resent you. Yes. Can you feel it? Like, do you feel my resentful <laughs> you energy? Feel it? Is it working? <laughs> you know? And then. Like, I'm just, like, waiting for that text of, like, hey, is everything okay? Did I do something? It's like, well, actually, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Which, you know, I think at the time when that was happening a lot in my life, it felt very, you know, I was, like, I was in control. Mm -hmm. I was controlling the narrative of the resentment and the anger and where that came from. Right. And... I wanted someone else to like, kind of like fishing yeah, for you right, know. totally. And that's like a little unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you didn't know. Maybe yeah. that's not the healthiest way to right. kind of address that resentment right. that you're feeling towards someone else. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, I would say that resentment is kind of a major emotion. Yeah, and I don't think that I will definitely feel resentment again in my life. Mm. But I think it's the way that we move forward and handle those feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's really important. I guess I have a question. Yeah. Um, When you are starting to like feel resentful of someone or something, Mm -hmm. how do you go about it now? And how did you used to go about it? Right. Yeah. Like, do you feel like that's changed in your life? Totally. Yeah. I I mean, I think, you know, like I talked about, like, I think 
I really try to address things right away. And like, whether it be, you know, you kind of have to figure out like, whether it's a situation that you can, you know, address it directly with the person you have the resentment against, or if it's like a situation, you know, like, you know, and maybe you can't address it directly, like looking within and be like, okay, like, why is this bothering me so much? Like, can I let this go? Is this something I can let go? Okay, yes, then okay, I'm gonna, you know, turn it over. And I'm just gonna give it up and say, okay, like, this is not I don't want to hold on to this anymore. I'm letting it go. Or if it's something you feel like, no, I like I can't like, then it's like, okay, figure out then a way to like, move forward from it. Like whether that means like setting boundaries with like a person or a situation like, you know, and saying, you know, I'm not, I feel this way. And I also, you know, don't, I I, I don't want to allow myself to be like treated or talked to this way, you know? So like setting that boundary and expectations of how like to be treated. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I think, um, you know, what I used to do was, it, you know, and it feels so like, I think I, I was in, before recovery, I was in such a place of like selfishness that it was like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, the, the thought of that I could be wrong, it was like insanity, like wrong, no, no. <laughs> I was always right, right, like everything was about me, and so like, you know, here's, here's a very silly example, I can't but, wait. okay, so I think it was junior year. I was storing my pillows at a, a friend's house and um, I was storing them for the summer. I really don't know why, like, but just my pillows were there. And these were like really important pillows because they were my great grandmother's and like, I don't really have anything else of hers. Like that, those, these were like, she was all about comfort. And so like, these were like her down feather pillows. Probably should have been more careful with them if I really <laughs> cared about them that much. But anyways, they were at a friend's house. Um, they were being stored in this extra bedroom. The girl who was moving in moved in and was like, why are these pillows? Excuse my language. Why are these pillows in my new room that I'm supposed to move into? And so she threw them out. And oh my gosh, I was just heartbroken and of course like that was an excuse to drink over it it was like oh my god poor me like and it was like how dare she throw up my grandmother's pillows and it was like I am so you know and and then I proceeded to go around and tell everybody how awful you know she was for doing that like she could have asked she could have checked you know whatever and it was like it didn't even just Yes. Can I just please say, interrupt. No, no, sorry. <laughs> no, please. Yes. No, I was. I just wanted to say, like, what a good example right. of something like in the scheme of things. Yeah. Right. Like, it, they're about pillows. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So resentments can show up in so many different ways. Right. right. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Okay, no. I'm no. Worries. Totally. No. 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 I mean, that was pretty much the end of the story. It was just like you know. Just to think about how much time and energy I spent on telling other people, like, how horrible she was for throwing away my pillows. Like, it it didn't, the thought would have never even occurred to me to be like, Sierra, what is your part in this? Like, you left the pillows there. Like, you should have, you know. It's like taking responsibility completely. And also just acknowledging, like, dude, let it go. Like, the pillows are gone. (laughs) They're gone. There's nothing you can do about it. It's okay. Like, you're still going to have the memories of your great-grandmother. Like, you know, like, it's just, 
it's totally something it's in in that situation like i was saying like setting boundaries that's not really a situation where you could set boundaries like it's just acknowledge your part in it and let it go you know it it speaks towards like the anger that you can have towards another person (laughs) when they do something that's completely out of your control Mm -hmm. but you're like well, how, literally, how did you not know? Right. You know, right. like, yeah. are you kidding me? Those yeah. were my pillows. You should have known those were my pillows. You should right. have asked. You should, like, you should have. Should have. Should yeah. have. Right. You know? Right. Um, and I think that's kind of a perfect segue right. into expectations or resentments right. waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, I remember, <laughs> so... A little while back, I went on a trip. Yeah. And I left my house a complete mess. Okay. And... Um, I knew I left it a mess, mm-hmm. but the little like person in my head was like, it's gonna, you're going to come back and it's going to be magically clean. <laughs> like the cleaning fairy is going to come right. and it's going to be great. Right. There was a person staying at my house, watching my dog for a day, mm-hmm. you know? And in my mind, I was like, oh, they'll, they'll tidy up. It'll be great. <laughs> I know. I know. Literally <laughs> crazy of me. I come back <laughs> and my house is still a mess. And I was like kind of angry. Yeah. You know? I was like, well, if it was me, it would have been cleaned <laughs> when I got back, even though I left it a mess. And it was your house. And it was my house. <laughs> so it was just like and then I, I sat with like my little emotions and I was like, oh my God, Hannah Jane. Take a deep breath. It's your house. You left it a mess. You have to take responsibility right. for the fact that right. you didn't clean your apartment before you went on a trip. Right. And totally. that was a kind of a good realization for me to right. happen, be, right. you know, because a few years ago, I would still be holding that anger. Right. Right. I'd still be like, how dare you mm. not understand <laughs> that you should clean my house right. when right. I left it a mess? Right. It's your responsibility. Well, and part of it's too, like you had this expectation and like hope of like, maybe I'll come home and it'll be clean. Like, you know, you totally set this expectation out there of, like, what was going to happen. What a wild expectation. <laughs> it is kind of a ridiculous I know. Example. I know. Now that I think of it, I think it was just, like, I, I don't know what was happening no, to that but, moment for me. But Yeah. I mean, we totally, though, we set expectations on everything. And, like, like even just, I'm, like, I'm going to go to the grocery store today. And, like, it's going to have everything I need on my list. Like, yeah. And then you and get then annoyed. It doesn't happen. They, yeah. yeah. Like when they're out of stock of something and it's like, oh, like now I have to go to another store. Like, oh my God. Like, can't I just go to the grocery store and be like, it'll be so great if I can get everything that yeah. I want to get. But if not, then I guess that means I have to go to Whole Foods also. You know, like what I it's... think what I love about this is that <laughs> we're giving examples of just like little mm. everyday things that right. now we can see are absolutely mm. ridiculous. Right, right. But at the time, so weren't ridiculous. Right, right. You know what I totally. mean? Totally, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm just laughing at the fact that I expected someone to clean my house for <laughs> me. Like, <laughs> so how, here's, here's what I love. Like, how does it feel now when you don't live in this place of, like, holding on to resentments all the time. I know, like, you know, I obviously nobody's perfect at this. I for sure am not. But, you know, 85% of the time, like, not holding on to resentments or, like, you know, clearing them away before I even let them get bad. Like, how does that feel for you? Oh, my God. I would say there's a lot more freedom Mm -hmm. in kind of Mm -hmm. my everyday life because – 
my brain isn't wrapped around the fact that I'm mad at someone for right. some reason that they have no idea what that <laughs> reason is, you know? It's like, yeah. why don't they know that I'm angry at them? Right. Like, right. why don't they understand, right. you know, why I'm mad right now? Right. And it's like, well, Hannah Jane, you literally didn't say anything, slash you're just being passive-aggressive. Right. You know, stop totally. that behavior. Right. And I think now there's a lot more freedom in my ability to communicate, like, mm. the moment something mm-hmm. happens that right. just, like, feels weird. Right. You know, I can I can very easily bring it up and be like, hey, you know... I understand that tone to you may not be something mm. that affects you, but right. for me, I'm a very like auditory person. Mm-hmm. So when you're, you know, speaking to me in a, a certain tone, sometimes right. like it hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I know that kind of that might sound so ridiculous to some people, but I feel like I have a very like bubbly little yeah. voice. And right. If you know, if I'm like, hey, yeah, some yeah. I'm like, you should know that I'm mad. <laughs> which no, yeah. Right. Um, right. But it's just like little things like that yeah. where I used to build resentment over super tiny things. Mm. And now I feel like I'm able to notice that right away and be right. like, oh, you know, just kind of nip it in the bud. Right. Exactly. Um, right. How about you? Yeah. No, I feel like there's a lot of peace that comes with it. And mm-hmm. when you were talking, I was kind of thinking like all, all it really is like is it, it comes from like self-awareness, right? Like learning how you know we can like approach those things better and like also to acknowledge that like a lot of people don't have that self-awareness so it's like it's totally you know the cliche of like being the bigger person but it really is like it's up to us to sort of like give off that energy and everything because we do have that self-awareness of like what our actions and our emotions like how they affect other people based on like what we're putting out there. So yeah. I feel like that's super important too. And not, you know, like you were saying, like not coming from a place of like, well, they should know better. Like, you know, this person, <laughs> this person should have done that. It's like, no, like the only person we can control is like ourselves, right? Yeah. Like we can only control our own actions, mm-hmm. our own reactions to oh, other yeah. people. Like, I think that's huge too. Like, being able to choose how we react to things because I think you know there's nothing we can do about somebody else's reaction so it's like yeah I always yeah I always love to say like you know like stand up for yourself set your boundaries and then let the rest of it go yeah like that's it like say your piece whatever you need to do to feel like like good about the situation and then literally let the rest of it go doesn't matter how that person reacts doesn't matter what they do or say like because you said what was on your heart and then there's nothing you can do about their reaction, right? Yeah, I know that I am a very empathetic person Mm -hmm. and I think that is Mm -hmm. one of my greatest strengths but also can be really, really hard Yeah, because I take on people's emotions very easily. Mm -hmm. So it's so important for me to create those emotional and physical boundaries. Right. You know, like when I'm around someone who's sad or angry because totally. it's like, all right, they are not angry at me. They could be projecting. It's not about mm-hmm. me. It's not about mm-hmm. me. Right. And I think that's one of the huge things that I've had to learn is not everything is about me. You <laughs> me know, too. the world yeah. doesn't revolve right. around Hannah Jane. Right, right. And I am just, I'm just one person on right. this planet and it's not all about me. Right. And I think that taking on other people's emotions can also create resentments because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, if they're angry and projecting it onto me, 
I did something. Right. But I didn't do anything, so I'm mad at right. them now. Right. So it's like... It's like a mirror. It, oh, my God. It's like complete mirror. bounces mirrored. back, yeah. And it also just, like... It's kind of crazy how resentments can travel because mm. it's like they start one way, right. they transform, they become huge, and it's a yeah. huge fight in your own head, and you're like, <laughs> I hate this person. Yeah. And then it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Well, they didn't do anything. They were literally just having an emotion. Right. And I completely took that in and spun it in my own little spider <laughs> web, and now yeah. it's this huge, big thing. Totally. Which totally is wild. Yeah, I think, too, something I've really learned, like, I think in the last few months is compassion. Mm-hmm. Like, because like you said, I feel like we come from a, such a place of, like, me, 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 like, how this is affecting me, like, how this person, trying to figure out what the other person thought that made me feel this way, yeah. you know, and and I think a big thing is, like, having, like, literally, I I hate that I keep saying cliches, but, like, (laughs) putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, like, and being, like, you know, okay, so here's a great example. My coworker told me about how she went to the grocery store, and she has, like, one grocery store that she goes to every single Friday, and they, like, know her there and whatever. She went to the grocery store, like, on her normal Friday. She was checking out, and, like, she had to return something, and, like, the cashier was so mad that she was trying to return something and she was trying to return four items and apparently at this grocery store they have a policy of you can only return two items at a time so like he wanted her to like get back in line and like return the second (laughs) return the second or the other two items so anyways she was just super confused and he literally said to her like are you kidding me like why don't you understand Like, it was having a bad day. Oh, my gosh. Right. Like, it was so crazy. So she's telling me this story, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, man, like, you know, I'm so sorry that you had that interaction, but I'm also so sorry that that guy obviously had something really hard going on because I was like, it's definitely not about you. Like, love that. Right? I I love that because that really shows that through recovery and the work that we've like that you've been doing that mm-hmm. we've been doing that compassion right is an outcome right you know mm-hmm. like understanding you know someone else's reaction right has nothing to do with you and right. is fully like their own totally thing, totally I think, so I think that's really beautiful right and yeah. yeah and I think too like um it play I mean it plays a it plays a role in everything like in every you know sort of icky interaction you have but also like you know, dealing, being the loved one of the addict or the alcoholic too. Like, I don't know if like, I've sort of like, I have more, sometimes I feel like I have maybe like another level of compassion for that person because I am also an alcoholic. I'm also in recovery, but then it also sort of creates this like, well, like, you know, it's hard to not get in that place of like you're doing this to me right yeah and like bringing that compassion and be like oh my god this person is so sick and they are hurting so bad and they're in so much pain that it's like it's not about they're not doing anything to me right even though it feels like it totally feels like it but they're not doing anything to me and I think about back like Mm. when I was drinking using like I wasn't doing anything intentionally to hurt my mom or my family and friends. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, 
hurt anybody. Doesn't mean I wasn't. I absolutely was, but I'm sure it felt like, oh my gosh, like Sierra is just, she keeps doing this and it's so hard for me to watch that, you know, but it's really like, I was so sick and in such a place of selfishness that it's like, you know, I, okay, I'm totally going on a tangent now, but Love it. <laughs> um, I, I, I read, I actually right before this read a story and it said like, you know, um, one person was the Al-Anon and the person telling the story was the AA and, um, you know, the Al-Anon was like, you know, you just must hate me, like, for doing this to me. Like, you just must hate me. And, you know, the, the AA got to a point where he was like, sure, yeah, but you know, the only person I hate more than you is me, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, it's, I don't even know how I got here, but <laughs> I, I feel it. like it's just, it's like having that compassion for that person to be like, oh my gosh, what a sad and painful place they must yeah. be in mm-hmm. to be doing this, you well, know? I think... I think that's really important because when you're in it, mm. it's hard mm-hmm. to kind of like see that oh light, yeah. <laughs> you know, totally. because you just kind of feel like you're in a black hole falling yeah, down right. and it's like, oh my God, this is yeah. literally an insane You feel like the punching bag, literally. You're oh like taking God. the worst end of it. Yeah. yeah, definitely taking the worst end of it. And also just being like, why, mm. why, why, mm-hmm. why, mm-hmm. you know, like totally. it's, there's no understanding. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest part is, like, you literally just have zero idea. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was in a place where it was very, like, I was the victim. Mm-hmm. Where it was, like, it's, I was the victim, but also everything was my fault. Mm-hmm. And that created a lot of resentment towards, you know, other people. It right. didn't necessarily have to be my partner. It was just literally everyone around me. I was just so mad at the world Mm -hmm. because of how like my action, just like my actions. Mm -hmm. So I was blaming everyone else that I could, you know? And I think that's an important lesson that I've learned is that once again, the world doesn't revolve around me. I can only control my actions and my reactions. And, you know, I'm allowed to be mad. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I right. think that that's a huge part is that we're allowed to feel anger. We're allowed to feel resentment. But it's important to understand where those feelings are coming from. Mm-hmm. And then the, like, following communication on how mm-hmm. that happens. Right. I think it's really important that we're, we're, you know, we're allowed to kind of have emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's saying you can't be angry. You can't be resentful. But... What I think, what I'm saying at least, is that it's really helpful to understand those emotions mm-hmm. and what comes right after them. Right. Like the actions you take right after you feel that. Right. Um, I know very, very, very early on, um, I mean, literally throughout my entire life, anger was such a powerful mm-hmm. emotion for me. Mm-hmm. I, felt, I felt so good when right. I had that right. anger. Right. Um, and I, you know, after doing a lot of work, it really made me realize that I don't know if feeling anger is mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. but it was the control that right. made me feel really safe in the emotion. Totally. And, you know, done tons of work around that <laughs> one. But, you know, I think it's important to remind ourselves that we're allowed to feel. We're mm-hmm. allowed to feel whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Your, like, emotions are valuable you know, tools in recovery and in mm-hmm. life. Right. And 
you're allowed to feel whatever you want to feel. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I tell myself is right. I'm allowed to be a little sad, even though I don't understand why, mm-hmm. as long as, you know, I sit with that and right. try and, you know, understand where the root of that emotion is coming from. Totally. Yeah. And I think, you know, like you said, like it's progress, not perfection. Oh yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I personally like will find myself like, oh, like, you know, I should have handled that better. Like, you know, I, I should do better. I should be doing better. You know, like I should have, should, should, should. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's really important to, uh, you know, acknowledge like our progress, like be like, okay, like, yeah, I definitely could have handled that situation better. What can I do to make that better? Like, what can I do to make that right right now? Rather than being like, oh, like, you know, again, about me, like, uh, like, you know, I I should at this point know how to respond to this kind of situation. But like taking like sort of inventory of that and being like, okay, here's how I handled it. What can I do now to make it a little bit better? And also acknowledge like, oh my gosh, I never even used to do this. Like, that's you know, that's huge. I think something that you said kind of sparked something that I wanted to say Mm -hmm. is that I just remember, um, I, I used to be a very reactive person, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. when anything would happen, I would just be like, "Ah," right away, just like yell, scream. Like I did, I literally didn't know how to like sit Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, I, I need to figure out, just take a deep breath. I did. I never took a deep breath. Pause. Like, no, I mean. (laughs) I was like, wait, what, Sierra? You want me to pause the podcast? I'm so confused. Um, All right, well, that was hilarious. Pause in the moment. (laughs) Totally. I didn't, I had a really hard time pausing in the moment and like moving from there. And I've noticed myself, I've noticed myself recently, like if I get into an argument or, you know, a disagreement with someone, Mm I am not the type of person to just be like anymore. I am like, you know what? I need a day or two to think about this. Totally. And then I can kind of come back with like collected thought Mm -hmm. because I, I can be hurtful. Mm -hmm. I know that um, my words can be hurtful and I, I choose not to want to be like that anymore. I don't, I don't want to hurt the people I love. Right. Um, and I want to talk to them with love and kindness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not with anger and resentment, you mm-hmm. know? Right. So I think that's, look at, look at, look at me, guys. <laughs> Another cliche, treat others the way, the way you, you want to be, be treated. treated. <laughs> Truly though. I mean, yeah. I, I think, mean, we learn in kindergarten, it just, come on. Right. It, it's very, it holds no, true. Yeah. And I think sort of like back to that grocery store stuff story (laughs) it's sort of like oh my gosh like acknowledging like everybody's got a story like you have no idea what they're going through and I feel like going through really hard things like especially recently like it makes me feel like oh my gosh like I've had really hard days where I've just you know not wanted to talk to anybody like everybody at work is bugging me and like (laughs) pissing me off and you know like and and just to think about that and be like, wow, somebody rea- uh, interacting with me was probably like, sheesh, like, what's wrong, what's up what's with, wrong her? with her? Like, you know, and so just to think like, okay, like I had compassion for myself and I like would validate like, well, you know, I'm just going to outwardly act this way because I feel like, shit, you know, and yeah. 
just to like acknowledge that, oh my gosh, there's so many other people that are going through that too. I think something that I like to do now is I know that I can, you know, I can go into my depressive episodes and it's important for me to remind the people around me that I love, like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time right now. You might not hear from me for a day or two, but it's, it has nothing to do with you. Right. right. It's fully, you know, my own thing. Right. Because I, because I used to do that and literally kind of go MIA for a Mm. week. Mm -hmm. And I think I would like weirdly get something out of people like worrying about me totally you know yeah yeah and now I'm like no literally don't worry about me like I am fine I am just having a moment in my life and kind of just need to like sit by myself right now right Um, right so and sit with the emotions too which is like you know I, I think again something that you learn you know either whether in recovery or like on sort of a journey of like you know improving met emotional and mental wellness you know and I feel like like just sitting with those things like my um therapist told me once like you know there's no good or bad emotions like Mm -hmm. they're all just emotions they're all essential yeah to like life and they're all gonna happen it's just a matter of like you know those quote-unquote bad emotions are the ones that we try to escape from and that's what becomes unhealthy and then it's so funny because it's like you know, using the word escape loosely because we don't actually <laughs> escape them. Like they're, they're just being they shoved in the back of our brains. Yeah. And then it's like starts to build up and then comes out in other ways. And it's just such a cycle. It's such a bad cycle. Whereas like, yeah. you know, it's temporary discomfort to like sit in those uncomfortable emotions versus oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh, carrying, it feels like you're carrying a backpack full of bricks, you know? I think one of the hard things for me is when you're trying to communicate with someone who has a very different communication totally. style, yeah. you know, cause now I'm someone I need to like sit on my emotion for a day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for me to just kind of like talk about it immediately. And you know, we're, we're always, mm-hmm. we're always working progress, not perfection. Yeah. And you know, I'd like to be someone who's able to sit with it for, you know, an hour and then come back to the conversation mm-hmm. and be like, you know, this is, this is what happened. Right. This is why I reacted this way. Right. I will, I'll do better. You know, I'm sorry for how that made you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, your, you know, your emotions are incredibly valid. Right. Unfortunately, I'm still, I still need some time. Right. You know, right. and that's not a bad thing. That's just how I've progressed so far. Right. Um, but I think, you know, really understanding the, you know, your close friends, parents, loved ones, communication mm-hmm. styles. Right. And being really upfront about, right. you know, how right. you're communicating. You know, I think that <clears throat> every daughter has, you know, a very intricate relationship with their mother. Mm-hmm. I love my mom. My mm-hmm. mom is my best friend, mm-hmm. my biggest supporter. She's incredible. We, <laughs> when I was younger, I used, we, I used to be so reactive mm-hmm. and I would like scream at her and yeah. be like, nah, you're, yeah. I don't know, whatever you did made me yeah. super, super upset. And we'd always end laughing, Aww, you know? I love that. I love that too. Yeah. But it was just like, my emotions were so big yeah, and so totally, dramatic because totally. that felt like, I felt like I was validating, mm, you know? Mm-hmm. And now, I'm able to have a conversation with her. And if we have a disagreement, I'm like, 
I'm like an adult about it, right. you know? I'm like, whoa, I've grown, yeah, right. which is a good yeah, thing since right. high school, you know, it was yeah. quite a long time ago, so I'm glad I've right. grown. But it's just, it's kind of the things that you don't think about, mm-hmm. and then you're having a conversation with someone, you're like, whoa, I used to react so differently right. to this, right. you know? Yeah, and acknowledging that progress. I think something you said kind of, like, made a little light bulb, so... If we are, you know, if we actively work on trying to apologize or, like, explain how we're feeling in the moment and, like, avoid that resentment altogether, like, how do we apologize, Yeah. right? Like, I know you said you recently listened to one of Brene Brown's episodes on the, Mm -hmm. is it the Unlocking Us podcast? Yes. Yeah, so all about how to say I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Well, I want to first maybe give an example mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what what I've noticed in my life around apologies is mm-hmm. I've always, I feel like I apologize and then I'm like, well, but, mm-hmm. you know, and then trying to validate my apology. Right. But um, I think it was Harriet Lerner mm-hmm. that was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> she was like, that's not, that's not an apology. Yeah, right. And I was like, whoa, that's not an apology. That's just me trying to validate right. why, you know, like, why that, why I did what I right, did. Right, right. And um, I listened to that podcast and it really, it really hit me. Mm-hmm. It really made me feel like, oh my God, I, I haven't been apologizing. Mm. You know, I haven't been truthful in my apologies and, you know, I'm really excited to continue forward and be intentional about apologizing. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I'll I'll give an example. So, uh, a friend of mine recently told me that something that I said made them feel, you know, hurt. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, whoa, I, I'm sorry. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. And I ended it there. Right. You know, yeah. I wasn't like, but. Well, here's why here's I said why. that in the first place. Yes. Yeah. And that was really cool for me to, to give, to apologize mm-hmm. truthfully and mm-hmm. be like, whoa. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. end it there. Yeah. Right. And wow, the beauty in the minimalism yeah. of the words. Oh, that's a good way to put it. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. But like there was so much attached to that, mm-hmm. you know? Right. For them to be vulnerable enough to tell me right. how, you know, how my words affected right. them. Right. And then for me just to be like, yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And let's move forward. Right. You know? Totally. That was really cool. And I was... That podcast really, mm-hmm. really had an impact yeah. on that. So I'm very totally. appreciative to that. Yes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I think, um, like you said, like opening that, like keeping that space open for that person. Because like you said, like just realizing that that probably took a lot for them to say that yeah. because it's an uncomfy thing to like Being say. Vulnerable is yeah, hard. it's very vulnerable. And, you know, rather than like shutting them down and saying, well, you know, I am sorry, but like, you know, I did it because X, Y, and Z and like validating our own emotions, like we're totally closing off that space to that person. It's like, you know, it's a conditional apology. We're pretty much telling them, oh, okay, well, I'm sorry that you felt like that. Exactly. You know, I'm sorry that what I said made you feel like that. Right. And it's like, I, the words have such (laughs) heavy consequences, you know? And I think that's, oh my God. I mean, (laughs) 
you know, like I used to send so many texts being Mm -hmm. like, well, I'm sorry that you feel like that, but actually I'm right. You know, like I remember when I'm I was laughing just... because I do know that you used to do that. <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah, <laughs> we're moving forward. Yes. Okay? <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. I'm really sorry that you feel, you feel like that. that, <laughs> that like, sounds like a you problem like, again. Like that's you know, it's your fault. Like it's not my fault at all. Like I'm taking no responsibility for yeah. it. And so it's so cool that we get to do that now. Like. What a better way to live, right? <laughs> oh my God, what a better way to live. I yeah. mean, I feel a lot more freedom and peace just, you know, like sitting down and mm-hmm. just literally being a person in life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't, I don't carry around so much anger Yeah. or, you know, it's, it's really nice not to be angry all the time. Yeah. I can say that. Yeah. I feel that I have a lot more power. Mm. When I'm mm-hmm. not angry and resentful right. 24-7. Right. Because I used to be angry and resentful 24-7. Yeah. And I felt really powerful. Right. And I can tell you right now on the other side, I feel a whole lot better. Right. So I think that's really cool. Absolutely. Ooh. Yes. I wanted to say that um, it's funny because I know that I'm being resentful when I literally cannot stop thinking mm. about like yeah. the event. Yeah. Where it's like in my mind, I'm like, oh, this, you know, it's literally like a loop, right? You know, right? And I don't know where I was going with that. But no, I totally, just, it sits you know. in you. It yeah. like just sits in you, and, and that's like what people say, like grudges. Like you just, you just hold on to it, and it like oh, yeah. does not. You just like it's. You don't want. It's like a leech. Yeah, like it's like a leech oh, just God, sucking totally. the life out of you. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think. If you're thinking about it a ton, then it's probably a resentment. If you can't get it off your mind and get it, like, you just feel like you need to get it out. Like, then that's probably a resentment, I would say. Maybe sit with your emotions for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be the homework of the week. Yes, sit with your emotions. And maybe also to, like, reflect on a situation where maybe you feel like you didn't respond so as well as you could have. Yeah. And be like, how could I respond better next yeah. time? You know, I that? think I I like I don't have a lot of regrets because I feel like if I lived with regret, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. life wouldn't be what it is today. Totally. And from every experience that I've had that I've been angry or resentful, I've learned so much from it. Right. And I've reflected on that and mm-hmm. I keep acting in a different way totally so I think that's that's a really important thing to understand is that the pat like for me if I look back at the way that I did something last time and I'm like oh, I should have done this differently mm-hmm. it's just gonna make me sad and I'm gonna mm-hmm. be like oh but it's like okay how can I do it differently next time yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. look back and be like oh I'm so mad at myself right. I'm doing it like this Right. I'm going to move forward and look mm. forward to the next time mm-hmm. I can respond with kindness, right. you know, and right. acceptance and understanding. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Totally. I yeah. think exactly what you said that, um, you know, I just completely lost my train of thought. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, um. I cannot remember what I was going to say. Well, then I think that that is the perfect time (laughs) to wrap up episode two of Detached. We are, we're so lucky. (laughs) 
know, I saw a bird fly past, <laughs> and I was kind of like, oh, that's so pretty, and like, appreciating the bird, and yeah, I had something really good to say, and it's, it's gone, so. Your tidbit about the bird was really good, so I'm appreciative of that yes. segment. so but, that is where we will leave it. <laughs> but thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate your support. We're excited to continue yeah. this journey with you all. Yeah. And if you do the homework, let us know. Yeah, we want to hear. Know. We like, want to hear. Give us an example of, you know, how maybe you sat with it. And so, oh, I remember. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So, so the difference between um, having regret. Yes. Is taking action. That's what that. I wanted to say. Oh, my I gosh. I love it. I'm so glad you remembered. <laughs> okay. Amazing. So taking action. So you, it, when it it stops becoming regret is when you take action to move forward. And oh. that's where you channel your energy into rather than saying, you know, I should have done better. So I'm so glad it. you remembered because that's, that's super beautiful. Yes. But yes. Good note if, to end it on. If you have examples, please let us know. We would yeah. love to hear about yeah. them next we'll week. We'll read them out on the podcast. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If you want, you know, if you want to stay anonymous, please feel, yeah. you know, there's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think that's huge. We would love to hear your input. We're really excited to continue moving forward yeah, with you all. Right. Um, so no resentments moving forward. No. No. <laughs> no resentments moving Just forward. Just kidding. Well, we appreciate you guys taking, um, you know, the time to listen to us. Yeah. Be crazy. And the chaotic per usual. Yes. <laughs> and appreciate each other's progress. So yeah. Anyways, hope you guys have a wonderful week and we will talk to you again next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.